This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Have you ever been disappointed with God or angry with Him? How does a person hold on to faith or hope when tears stream down your cheeks because of difficulty or sadness? How do we rise up to keep living and keep loving? Let's talk about that together this week on Christian Crusaders. Join us, won't you? How do we hold on to hope with tears streaming down our cheeks? Has your heart ever sunk into despair? Have you ever struggled, mired in discouragement? How do we rise up to keep living and keep loving and keep faithful? The prophet Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet. As we explore some of his heart experiences in being faithful to God's calling, I hope we can unpack together some truths of faith which help us hold hope even when we are discouraged. Of course, it connects us ultimately to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our hope. Let's pray together. Lord God, We come into your presence to hear your word and to sing your praise today. Our hearts are hungry to hear your good news and to believe in you and to hold hope. Fill us with your love and lift our vision and strengthen our faith. In the name of Jesus, amen. Our scripture today is recorded in Jeremiah 20, beginning with verse 7. O Lord, you have deceived me, and I was deceived. You've overcome me and prevailed. I've become a laughingstock all day long. Everyone mocks me. Each time I speak, I cry aloud. I proclaim violence and destruction, because for me the word of the Lord has resulted in a reproach and derision all day long. But if I say I will not remember him or speak any more in his name, Then in my heart it becomes a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I'm weary of holding it in, and I cannot endure it. For I've heard the whispering of many, terror on every side. Denounce him, yes, let's denounce him. All my trusted friends are watching for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived so that we may prevail against him and take out our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me like a dread champion. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. Sing to the Lord. Praise the Lord. For he has delivered the soul of the needy one from the hand of evildoers. Cursed be the day when I was born. Let the day not be blessed when my mother bore me. 
Why did I ever come forth from the womb to look on trouble and sorrow so that my days have been spent in shame? How do we hold hope when tears of sadness or despair stream down our cheeks? In the Old Testament, the prophet Jeremiah was called by God to deliver a challenging message calling God's disobedient, defiant people to repent, to turn back to God, to leave their rebellion and immorality and unfaithfulness behind, to return by their hearts to the God who loved them and desired to share life with them. But nobody listened, and they ridiculed Jeremiah for the prophet's message that he gave. No wonder he was called the weeping prophet. How do we hold on to hope when the tears roll? Let me share some individuals who are an eclectic group with you. Winston Churchill, Patty Duke, Abraham Lincoln, Isaac Newton, Vincent van Gogh, Ludwig van Beethoven, Jane Pauley, Terry Bradshaw. A weird group, wouldn't you say? Do you know what they share in common? At different periods in the life, all of them had dark periods of the soul, deep despair, times of discouragement. Yet, they were able to continue to offer their abilities back to the world in a way that made an impact in their respective fields. How do we hold hope? How do we rise above despair to be faithful to what God asked us to do, like Jeremiah? We know that discouragement is a part of life. We might work hard but see no progress toward our goals. An athlete might practice diligently every day, yet not win the starting position, or the team that she or he is on might not win many games. As parents, we might love our child and do our best to raise them, but then they might rebel. Discouragement consumes our spirit. It makes us want to quit that's how Jeremiah felt. God had called him to this difficult task to bear a message to his rebellious people, and Jeremiah obeyed, but it was not easy. Once, when Jeremiah's prophecy words were spoken, they angered an assistant to the high priest and chief security office for the temple, Pasher. Pasher had Jeremiah arrested, beat him, and threw him in jail, then locked him into stocks so that his hands, legs, and neck, his whole body, was contorted and writhing in pain. This action represented the religious leaders of Jerusalem's temple public re publicly rejecting Jeremiah as Yahweh's prophet. For 40 years, Jeremiah preached his heart out, begging the people to see the error of their ways and to come back into a faith relationship with God. But no one listened. Jeremiah experienced deep distress. No friends, 
no wife, no family, no positive response to the message. Yet he endured physical, emotional, and spiritual anguish. He walked in deep despair, all for being obedient to God's will. So what is it that causes your despair? When do you become blue? Would it be a chronic condition of life, the circumstances of which are not changing? Are you struggling with faith? Are you enduring great physical pain? Are you wrestling with financial pressure that might turn your life upside down? Have you lost a loved one that has left you so lonely that you can taste the emptiness? Perhaps your marriage ended in divorce. Maybe you have a child or a grandchild that's trapped in an addiction. Maybe you have experienced some great personal failure that has thrown your life into chaos. When we experience difficulty and tears roll down our cheeks, how do we hold on to hope? Proverbs 18.14 says, The human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can endure a crushed spirit? So what can we learn from Jeremiah's faith journey and obedience to his calling of God that will empower and inform our journey of faith today? First of all, confess your frustrations and all your feelings to the Lord God. Be honest with God about the matters of your heart. Jeremiah was honest. He told God he felt deceived. God had prevailed in his call to make him his messenger, and now Jeremiah was the laughingstock of his people. Ridiculed, humiliated, offended, his voice was not making a difference. Jeremiah even cursed the day he was born. Many people through my ministry have asked, Is it okay to be angry with God, to be disappointed? And if so, should I tell him? My answer to them is yes. God knows how you feel, whether you tell him or not. You might as well tell him and get it out there. Also, God's love for you is deep enough and big enough to handle your feelings. And third, most importantly, if in our discouraged anger, we become silent toward God, the enemy of our soul can strip us of faith, and we are pulled down even deeper into the darkness of despair. Better to be honest with God. God wants to hear your heart sing. He wants to know how you feel. Second, Like Jeremiah, we need to ask God for a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. We need to ask God to restore our joy, give us strength to persevere despite our emotional despair, to light up our lives with hope, to replenish our courage and our resolve. Ask God to fill you again in a fresh anointing of his Holy Spirit. Third, trust God in your time of darkness. 
Like Jeremiah, remember that the Lord is always with you and fights for you. Often, in our discouragement, we look inward at our capacity, at our own problems and frustrations. Instead, we need to look upward to the Lord. He has not abandoned us. He is with us. Corey Ten Boom, who wrote the book The Hiding Place, who worked with her sister Betsy and her father to assist Jewish people to escape the pursuit of Nazis during World War II, later was arrested and taken to a Nazi concentration camp. Her sister Betsy and her father died. It was a place where hope was lost for many people. Corey survived to tell her story of unfaltering faith and tight-fisted hope in God. She had seen the face of evil close and personal. She saw the most atrocious and inhumane acts a human being can do perpetrated on another. Here's what Corey said. If you look at the world, you'll be distressed. If you look within you, you'll be depressed. But if you look to Jesus Christ, you will be at rest. Jeremiah realized in faith that the Lord was with him and that the Lord was a dread champion, a violent warrior who was victorious. Jeremiah would not be on the losing side. He was going to win because the Lord was his mighty warrior. It's true for us too. We eventually win because God wins. He has sent our champion, Jesus Christ, to fight for us. He has already won the battle. He went to the cross. He was raised from the dead. We are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us, it says in Romans 8. A.W. Tozer wrote this, Living in the glow of God's presence will enable you to fight on despite discouragement. Trust God in the darkness, remembering that he is with you and fights for you because he loves you. Fourth, Recommit to do what God has called you to do in your life. Jeremiah said that God's message was like a fire in his bones and he couldn't hold it in. He had to speak for the Lord. So when he came out of that stockade punishment, he immediately said to Pasher, the Lord's judgment will come upon you for your lies and your deceit. You will with your eyes see the defeat of God's people by Babylon's hand and all of them will be hauled off into exile and you will die there. Jeremiah was a man of integrity. He was faithful though it was hard. He recommitted to do what God called him to do even as he honestly told God his discouragement. Fifth, and this is counterintuitive, Praise God with your whole heart, even when you're in the midst of adversity. Worship God as the fruit of your lips. Praise God as a way to take the focus off of yourself, off of your problems, and onto the Lord Jesus' capacity to help you and to love you. 
In the midst of his expression of honesty, Jeremiah says, Sing to the Lord. Give praise to the Lord. Praise is the one weapon in a Christian's arsenal against which Satan, our enemy, has no defense. Praise expresses our faith that God is for us. In Hebrews 13, it says, Through Jesus, let's offer a sacrifice of praise. A sacrifice of praise means that I'm going to praise God even when I don't feel like it. A sacrifice of praise puts to death my human pride. A sacrifice of praise puts to death my desire to control the circumstances of my life and reminds me that I have surrendered to the Lord by faith. My life is in God's control, whatever the outcome. A sacrifice of praise puts to death my fear and rekindles faith in God's ability to be my deliverer. Isaiah 61 says that we should put on a garment of praise. It reads, Console those who mourn. Exchange beauty for ashes, an oil of joy for mourning and a garment of praise for your spirit of heaviness. Are you feeling wounded or hurt or despairing today? Is your heart blue? God would say to you, Hey, try on this garment of praise. I'll fill your soul with joy. I'll cover your wounds. I'll lift you up. Jeremiah's Praise of God turned his despair into joy. His praise, I believe, was the key that unlocked the door to hope. Sing praise to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Finally, remember that by faith your life is inseparably yoked to Jesus Christ himself. You remember Jesus said in Matthew 11, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Your life is linked inseparably to the power and love of Jesus Christ. He became God incarnate. He descended into the brokenness of this world. He went all the way faithfully to the cross and then was raised from the dead to be raised above all that is broken in this world. He raises our burdens off of us and he raises us up as he holds us in his strong arms of love. Often, a little child will come up to mommy or daddy and say, Daddy, pick me up. Perhaps the child is weary of walking, fatigued. So, Daddy, pick me up is a cry that he wants to be carried because he's tired. But maybe also the child says, Daddy, pick me up, because the child wants to feel the strength of the father's arms lift him up. And maybe the child also wants to feel the daddy's arms 
hold him intimately against his chest, against his heart, so that he can feel the loving presence of his Father. Never forget that when Jesus offers his arms to you, he says, wherever you are and whatever's going on in your life, you can come to me. My arms will wrap around you. I will link your life to mine. I will pour my love into you. I will yoke you to me. Come to me, Jesus says. So our prayer of faith today can be, in the midst of times that are difficult, I'm going to hold on to hope because I say, Daddy, pick me up. That's our prayer. Amen. Lord Jesus, thank you that you always hear the prayers of your people. Thank you that we belong to you and that nothing can separate us from your love for us. Life can be hard and discouraging. It's hard to hold on to hope. But Lord, by your power, lift us up. Lift us so that we are people of faith and that we shine with hope no matter how challenging life can become. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that nothing can separate us from your love for us ever. In your name we pray. Amen. Hear this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been worshiping with the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message will help you remember that by faith, your life is inseparably yoked to the power and love of Jesus Christ. He lifts our burdens from us and holds us in his strong arms of love. As a nonprofit ministry, Christian Crusaders depends on the generous support of you, our listening audience. Your gifts enable us to purchase airtime on radio stations as well as the Internet so that many have the opportunity to hear the life-giving gospel of Jesus Christ. Your tax-deductible donation can be given online at christiancrusaders.org or by mailing to Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. Our toll-free telephone number is 1-888-693-2484. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. If you enjoyed today's message and would like to hear it again, we invite you to look us up on the internet at christiancrusaders.org. We offer many recent messages as well as the opportunity to automatically receive our program to your phone or other electronic device by podcast. Please make a note to visit us today. Again, our website address is christiancrusaders, all one word, dot O-R-G. We are thankful you chose to worship with us today, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Reverend Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa, and associate speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 82nd year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting.